Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode in Career Services Connecting Keel Haulers series. Today, we are joined by several of our shoreside engineers from both the mechanical engineering and facilities engineering departments. We have Kenny Shen, an unlicensed mechanical engineer on the call, Colin Powers, another unlicensed mechanical engineer, and Yuyu Wolanski, a facilities engineer. Uh, cadets, thank you for joining me today. Thank, thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So, uh, Yuyu, we'll start with you, and we'll just kind of run this question around to everybody. But where did you intern? What was your title? And how did you secure your internship? So, this past summer, I interned with Genentech. My title was their facilities operations and maintenance intern. And I secured the internship by actually asking a friend if he could refer me for the job because he was actually interning for them currently and they were looking for another intern for the following summer. And so I asked him to send in a good word into his manager for me and he did that. And then the manager reached out to me, asked for an interview and then a couple months later offered me a position at their job. Nice, and were, were you at the South San Francisco facility? Yeah, the South San Francisco yeah. location. Cool. cool, Kenny, what about you? Yeah, so I interned at North Grumman this past summer their facilities was located in space park the position which is, I where, held which is where is in redondo beach yeah and uh the position i held was a facilities intern which isn't a mechanical intern but i would say the roles i had which i'll talk about later was pretty similar and i secured the internship through keelhar connect but i also had a referral from a friend at school and also a an alumni from the class of 2020 and so, yeah. Nice. And Colin, what about you? Uh, I interned, I did my internship at a BAE Systems in San Diego, and they came to the career fair thing, like through Zoom. And then from there, I applied on their website, and I knew someone that was currently working for them, and then they put in a good word. And after a couple more Zoom interviews, I got the job. Nice. So uh, as, as we can all see after the GSMA one, two last week, uh, connections, 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 network, talk to your, talk to your friends on campus and stuff for sure. So uh, Colin, we'll stick with you to, uh, for this second question. What was your schedule like both? Uh, how many hours kind of you were working in a day, in a week? Um, were you Monday through Friday or, or different types of schedules? So they, they required Monday through Friday from about 5.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. But um, a lot of work, like I, I had a meeting at 2.30 every day. So I usually work like at least 10 hour shifts. And then uh, Saturdays were also welcome to come in. There's always a lot of work to do. So they let you work as much as possible. So my normal day was probably like 5.30 to about four and then like eight to 12 on weekends, like Saturday. So there's like 50, 55 hours a week. You get an overtime for that? Yeah, they do give you overtime. And then if you reach 10 hours of overtime, they gave me double pay. So they were very, very generous. Nice. Nice. You, you, what about, what was your work schedule like? Well, unlike Colin, I didn't get any overtime. So <laughs> mine was the traditional 40 hours a week. And mine was also online. So it was a little bit of both. It was a little bit of in-person going on campus work and just regular online work. So I found myself going onto campus two to three times a week and then the rest of the days working from home, just doing computer work, doing Zoom meetings and just 
sending a lot of emails back and forth. And then when I was on campus, I did have like a physical on-campus project that I work on every single day. Okay. So typically I would get on campus at around 7.30 and then leave by three. Nice. And Mr. Shen, what about yourself? So we work the 980 schedule at Northrop Grumman, which is nine days on and 80 hours total. So for the first week, we'd work from Monday to Friday, but we'd work from 7 a.m. to 4.30. And then, so the first week we, we would work, I think, nine times five, 45 hours, right? Engineer, you should be able to do that easily. Yeah, some, uh, you know, I, I can't remember. But, but, you know, like the first week you work this amount of week, <laughs> I mean, hours. But in the second week, we'd work the rest of the hours until we hit 80 hours if that makes gotcha. sense and then you got so, a and then you got every other friday off yes every other friday off which means that we had three-day weekends every other week and so yeah i mean and, and mine was all in person we didn't have the chance or the choice to go virtual for our company because they required us to be there at least for interns so gotcha. yeah gotcha all right. All right. So, uh, Kenny, we'll stick with you then on okay. this one. Um, what were some of the typical tasks that you had throughout your internship? And did you do, were you doing lots of little projects or did you end up working on kind of several just bigger ones? Yeah. So initially they had us shadow them, like the engineers there. They would have me and the other interns shadow them for the beginning couple of weeks. So any design build or projects they had going on, we'd come with them and observe how they do their job. We'd ask them questions and learn from them as they worked. And then once we got to the halfway point, we were assigned a, a bigger project where we would spend most of our time on. And so for me, that was doing a walkout tagout procedure for all of the machines on campus. And I'd say for the rest of the internship, that's where I focused most of my time on. I'd go to meetings, I'd be the point of contact for everyone involved. I'd have to um, send emails, this, I mean, make Excel sheets, <clears throat> just a lot of the little kind of things I'd have to do. I wouldn't say I had a big responsibility in it though, because since it was a big project, I, they wouldn't want the intern to be that much responsibility. Of that much responsibility, yeah, because it's a lot of money involved, but I would be working with my with my mentor engineer this whole time and any paper or any excel sheet or email i'd send she'd review it to make sure it was it was good so yeah all right cool colin what about what about you what was some typical tasks and then were they more little projects or some bigger long-term ones so same with kenny it started off um kind of just following the guy in front of me um the the real superintendent for the ship and that would be like a lot of meetings, a lot of updating presentations and PowerPoints to correctly uh, display how much progress has been made on like our work items and stuff like that. But uh, about a month into it, uh, it became very my own thing. I do it. It's my responsibility and I could turn to them whenever I needed to. So I had things uh, where I'd, I'd have to find some equipment, get it shipped, transported, see who it belongs to, see who needs to sign off on it and kind of deal with that and then as well as ensure each individual compartment on the ship would get completely all its work uh, finished 
And if thing was not finished, I would have to find the trades to do it and the Navy personnel to accompany us and being in secret departments and stuff like that. So it was cool. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you, you, what about you? Yeah, for me, my project started off pretty small, not terribly difficult, but as time went on, they trusted me more with larger projects. And so the last project that I was working on was actually installing leak detectors because on campus they're noticing that there were a lot of leaks and they weren't able to catch them quickly enough. And if you let a leak get too big, that's them actually losing a lot of money because ultimately you do damage equipment. And so like the last couple of weeks of my internship, I actually went in, installed leak detectors, I troubleshooted them and I created like an Excel sheet to keep managing how they're doing. And then later on the project is to ideally be able to have when the leak detector goes off, I'll send a notification to a specified technician who can then go into the building itself and figure out why there's a leak to begin with. Gotcha. So that, I mean, I think that's good to hear for interns that all you guys kind of were brought along slowly and then after you kind of show uh that you get the ropes allow you to to kind of take some more control because a lot of times we talk with potential interns in here and they're like oh, they're gonna ask me to do all this crazy stuff and i'm not gonna know what to do uh and so hearing it from from cadets that they're not going to do that i think it can be reassuring uh you you will stick with you then on on this one here so how have your studies so far at cal maritime how did they prepare you for your internship with Genentech? Were there any particular courses that may stand out? And then also uh, anything else, you know, whether it be clubs, sports, the core, you know, associations or stuff like that on campus that uh, help prepare you? Yeah, I would definitely say it's dependent on the type of job that you have. For me, I've, I've interned with two biotech companies now so far, and both of which I feel like how Maritime has prepared me for, and I wouldn't say any specific course, club, or activity prepared me for, but just the overall discipline that Cal Maritime puts onto the students. And I think it's also helpful that the companies that I've been working with have Cal Maritime alumni. And so they're really eager to help and are really good mentors and they're really open to questions. So if I've learned anything, it's that, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to ask the stupid questions because if they weren't willing to answer those stupid questions then they wouldn't be taking on an intern, right? So it's definitely just a good stepping stone of what it's like to be in the industry and just like making yourself comfortable with the people around you and like your own ability as like an engineer. And I'll say um, on, on those stupid questions, yeah, they like they aren't there aren't most of them aren't stupid questions. And there is actually a survey of a lot of employers that that take interns. And one of the main things they want college students to do more is be assertive when they're on the internship. So don't sit back and be like, oh, I don't really know what to do. And then not ask. They want you to ask so that you both can get it right and go from there. Because like you all mentioned, too, you guys are working with some pretty, pretty big companies and dealing with lots of money and big mistakes or even small mistakes end up costing them money. So uh, Kenny, we'll go to you next, especially because you kind of had a different internship for a mechanical engineer. Um, anything at Cal Maritime that prepared you course-wise and then also any extracurricular activities? Yeah, so although I'm a mechanical engineer and I worked the facilities internship, I'd say a lot of the courses I took the past two years and also crews have definitely prepared me for 
this internship. So working with the big facility, we needed to know a lot of information about how a plant operates, how a plant should be uh, set up, you know, the kind of systems like refrigeration or, you know, with the chillers, the boilers, the pumps, what kind of pumps you would need, how much head. And also recently in my junior year, we would take classes about heat transfer and thermo. And I'd say those classes really helped me understand a lot about HVAC in general, because that's what I worked with a lot in this internship. And I wouldn't say any extracurriculars really helped me or prepared me for this, besides maybe working with the wind team and knowing that a lot of the alumni from the one team go out into these corporations. So, I mean, like one of the alumni from the one team was working with me at Northrop and I guess having him there kind of prepare me because he can mentor me. Get, give you some tips for this year too. On the yeah, one team. yeah. Yeah. There you go. But so, yeah. Nice. Colin, what about you? Um, well, mine, mine wasn't super engineering based either, like with any complex math or anything, but, uh, even though we're the option for license, uh, being on cruise, like the familiarity with ships, cause that's 100% what I worked on was huge. Being able for them to just say a single frame and room number and just be able to navigate a ship to find it. That came in huge cause there was another intern with me and he was, it was at least like a two week behind just to start and then uh but besides that i think just having a bunch of courses at once and needing to keep yourself organized with like because we're at your point you're going to be taking like eight nine classes and five assignments per day and being able to keep yourself organized was perfect for this job because you'd really have like 13 15 tasks per day and being able to make sure you get them all done was huge so just just the pressure the school puts on you puts you like really work work prepared. Yep, it's not it's not always the bookwork that college is preparing you with. It's it's all the other stuff that goes into it for sure, for sure. Uh, Kenny, we'll go to you on this next one. What were some things that you weren't prepared for that popped up on the internship, and how did you address them or handle them while you were on the job? I would say one thing that I was not prepared for in this internship was knowing how to communicate professionally, you know, through email or in person. You know, I noticed that working, everyone sends emails in such a professional manner and in a specific way. Whereas when I was sending my, my emails, I wasn't sure if it would come out poorly. And so I would work with my mentor when sending out information or just general information to have her look over it and to set it up with me. Uh, and I can't really think of anything else besides that. I mean, I guess you have to know how to work as a team with other interns. It shouldn't be very competitive, I'd say. You know, on cruise, you'd learn how to work as a team, right? Everyone's in it together. Everyone starting off in this new place, not knowing what to do. So besides that, yeah, I just know how to communicate professionally. That was one thing I did not know how to do. Well, good thing we get you in an internship before you graduate then, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yuyu, what about you? 
Genentech, with Genentech being my second internship, I feel like I was a lot better prepared for this one. So I was, there wasn't really anything specifically that I wasn't prepared for, but with my first internship, something that was, that my manager gave, like, gave me feedback on was that being more assertive is definitely something that I had to learn something. So like during my exit interview, he said, oh, you know, you did, you did, overall, you did a good job, but we would have liked if you were more assertive. So that's definitely something I learned is like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and just like, even if you're sitting there and doing nothing, the least they can do is at least ask to shadow a professional engineer, even if you're not necessarily doing a physical task yourself, at least you're learning something while watching someone else do like an actual job. And then if they have the time, explain it to you while they're also doing the job themselves. Take us away, Colin. Um, so the question was, what do you think you were unprepared for? Yeah, pretty much. And, and then how'd you go about kind of addressing that? Um, so coming in, I, I felt like it went to a big company. I mean, just, just for BAEs itself, not including their subcontractors of the Navy, there's already a thousand people there. So there's like 5,000 people in the little area. It's always busy. So coming from like a smaller campus, throwing it out there, it was took me like a day or two to kind of get situated with, you know, how much busier it really is. And, but besides that, uh, the second thing would be probably, because my, my internship was, they gave me almost like a management kind of job with a lot of the tradesmen, like electricians and welders and painters. So from going in, I, I, I wanted to be the guy to kind of just sit back and listen and learn but I was forced to kind of be assertive, what you were saying, um, and just tell people, hey, this is what we need and do it in a way where I don't sound like just this young kid bossing you around, but like, hey, this is something we need to work on. How can I help you? And it took me a couple of weeks to kind of just get in that you can talk to someone and you don't have to be business. You can just be like, hey, how are you doing? And the next conversation it's, oh, hey, I need this done. Like, how can we get it done? So I think that was that was a huge thing for me to kind of learn, to kind of separate. Because even in work, you don't want it to just be work, work, work. Kind of make it make it more evened out. And uh, it was it was great. By the end of it, everything was smooth and friendly. It was nice. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point there, Colin. That communications about relationship, like being able to just have a relationship and talk with someone as opposed to ordering them around all the time, uh, definitely just allows the cohesive unit. To work together, especially on huge projects, you know, like, like you were, um, you, you will bounce to you on this next question to start. What type of guidance or mentors or mentorship did Genentech provide? So I know you guys have kind of talked about that a little bit. Was there a formal kind of guidance and mentorship or was it more of an informal process for you? I would say it was a more of an informal process because the people that I work with, they're, they're extremely busy. So right off the bat, they were heavily relying on me being able to handle most of the projects on my own. And so in terms of mentorship, if you want advice, you really have to like go and seek it. You know, you can't just like sit there and wait for someone to just tell you or like give you feedback. Like for me, if I had questions or concerns, I had to either text, email, or even set up a meeting with my manager because, you know, he can't read my mind, right? So I, like we've been talking, like communication is really key and just asking those questions and just taking some time to just sit down with your manager and ask for any advice that I had or if he had any feedback for me. 
Gotcha. Uh, Kenny, what about you? It kind of sounded like yours might've been a little bit more formal mentorship type stuff. Yeah. So initially when I walked in, we were assigned a mentor for our internship. So within our team, there were about five engineers, two of which were Cal Maritime alum. And it seemed like almost everyone there was my mentor. There wasn't one specific person I would have to check in with and report to. I think that might've been what they're trying to uh, set up the internship to be, but everyone was just so involved together and worked together on every project that we could just go and bounce around to whoever wasn't busy. And so having two Cal Maritime alum there, it seemed like that's who my mentors were to be from the start, just because we already had that connection of going to the same school. And already one of them was who I knew from the school and worked with in the wind team. And Overall, they were very supportive being mentors. They understood that I was a different major, so this information wouldn't come or isn't something that I was so focused on at school. And also the manager was very supportive as well. He would check in with us once every two weeks just to make sure we were busy and we're doing okay. He'd answer any questions we had. He would work with me on any projects or little task I had if I needed help on. But uh, yeah, it seems like it wasn't one just mentor. It was an overall group that would help us out. Sweet. Uh, I was kind of the same. There wasn't one strict guy that I was supposed to report to. Um, there were two people, both like my boss and his boss, and we worked, we were the three people working on the ship. So it was really like anything that happened, we just told each other. So we were all updated so we could take one person's job and then bring it onto mine and push something that was mine to theirs because maybe they were still in the office and they could do like a presentation where I'm on the ship and I can check out a space to see if the work was done. So it was, it was more like a working in cohesion and uh, at least for the second half. The first half it was a lot of what do you want me to do? I do it and I come back and I say I did it and then he's like okay let's go check it out you know but yeah by the second half it was really just pinging ideas and jobs back and forth to see who can do it and when we can do it quickest. Gotcha. Did they, for all three of you, did they do, whether it be kind of bi-weekly meetings like check-in or exit interview at the end to kind of go over uh, your performance at the internship? Yeah, for me, I had a meeting bi-weekly with my manager. He was mostly working from home and he wouldn't be in the office too much, but when he was in the office, he'd just come and say hi, ask us how we're doing. But formally we would have bi-weekly meetings where we would just check in for half an hour. And then at the last week of my internship, we did have a little meeting where we sat down and talked about future opportunities there at Northrop and going over what I did this summer and how I did. And overall he was very happy with me as an intern and. So yeah, that's awesome. And then for me, Genentech has been similar with my previous internship where we have weekly meetings just to go over what I've been doing this week and what I hope to accomplish next week. And then at the end of the internship, there's an exit interview, same as Kenny says, like how, how did you do any feedback, what you can improve on, what can we improve on for our internship experience? And then 
what you hope to do later on in your career and if we have an opening maybe we'll reach out to you and like have you come on as a full-time employee nice and then uh, for me we didn't really have any formal meetings on my kind of like how i was doing we had like every day we had a meeting with the government and the navy along with bae in which everyone kind of said well this person was doing good here this work is completed and then i would say what i did and what i noticed but there was never a formal, hey, Colin, how did like this go? Or a no exit interview. We just talked and hung out. So the questions came throughout the internship. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. All, every, everyone has a little different way of, of going about it for sure. Uh, Colin, we'll stick with you to start this next one. Um, what was some of the favorite things about the internship? And then what was maybe some of the not so favorite things? My favorite thing was definitely the work environment. Like everything was different every day. Nothing was the same. There's always something new to do, always a new person to meet. Um, and the more you do it, the more comfortable you come with just the chaos. And you, I, I just absolutely loved it. Um, what I didn't love was waking up at like 4.40 to get to work at 5.20, to stay there till four o'clock and then, you know, but, uh, it, they they paid well, so it made it made up for it. But I mean, you don't really get a let's stay up to to midnight, you know, because then now you're getting four hours of sleep. So, but uh, that gets challenging. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Kenny, what about you? So I would say the same thing as Colin. My favorite thing about the internship was the work environment because the whole team was just super friendly. Everyone got along super well. They always include us as us interns and just treat us like you know like we were just co-workers with them you know you know a lot of times during work it, it it's funny because along with the professional work they would have little breaks and chats and we're all just in the office like talking about stories and how work's going or any, any little thing that's funny and we'd always go out to lunch with them too and our lunch breaks I would say one thing that wasn't my favorite part of the internship was sometimes not knowing what to do and not having any work because our work was kind of based on what the engineers there didn't have time to do. Or if they weren't busy, they would take us out. And when everyone was really busy and they're in their meetings and us interns just finish our tasks, we, there was a, bit of uncertainty on well should we go out somewhere and like try to study or should we stay in the office in case they come to us or you know like should I just do some paperwork so I I would say that was a bit challenging sometimes because I didn't want to feel like I'm wasting my time or wasting their time or show you know no integrity in my job but I think they understood that the interns didn't have much responsibility and there will be times like that where it's okay to just do whatever for a little bit until they can get to us. So, yeah. Gotcha. That ambiguity was a little bit challenging for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha. You, you, what about uh, yourself? Yeah. So same as Kenny and Colin, I really enjoyed the work environment. I really enjoyed the tasks that were assigned to me the people and departments that I worked with. And then I specifically really liked being able to work with other engineering interns because 
not only was that a networking opportunity for me, but it gave me a social life at work. And then it also gave me the opportunity to just like work with fellow interns who aren't from Cal Maritime. And it allowed me to see how, from their perspective, how they think as an engineer. And even like beyond the internship, I now know people from other universities who will be graduating soon. And then later on in life, if I keep up a connection with them, maybe one day they might have a job opening up and they could say, hey, you like, I think you'd be perfect for this job. I, you should apply. And then that could be an opportunity later on. So I really enjoyed that being able to like casually network and then to like meet new people. And then something I didn't like was that my internship was also partially remote. So sometimes I would be working from home and then at least for me, working from home did get a bit boring. And then I did notice that working from home, I was significantly less productive. So I, I tried my best to go into the office as much as possible because being in my room, you know, there's a bed like three feet away from me. So after every meeting, I would just like find myself taking a nap in between. Yeah, no, as uh, someone who worked from home for the first time ever last year <laughs> during that last school year, I, I could, I could attest it is, uh, some people can do it and are a little bit more built for it. And other people are, it's like being in the office definitely helps that productivity. Uh, sounds like all three of you guys are going to have to find a company that has a good environment since, but you are, you guys are, are totally right about that. It's like, it's more than just the work that you're doing. It's the people that you work with um, that help pass the day. Cause we always end up with like Colin would have long days or tedious projects that we have to do and you know being able to work cohesively with your coworkers through the more challenging times definitely does help uh kenny we'll go to you on this one uh how do you how do you see this internship maybe fitting into your broader career goals and again i know it's kind of a facilities one over your mechanical engineering degree but even if it's just uh, certain aspects of it that you can kind of take with you going into the future That's a good question. So I'm not very sure if I'll stick with Northrop in the future, but I can, or I mean, I should say specifically the facilities team, but I can say that I could see myself working there in other departments that would be more affiliated with my major and the work I would do would be more correlated into the, the design field what I can take away from this internship is that I learned what it's like in the professional industry and that my expectations of it were totally different from what I experienced in the sense where everyone's scary and mean and they're super smarter than me. And I don't know anything. Everyone just as friendly as you think, uh, you know, the work they do isn't so hard. It's not like rocket science if you can just work with them and learn from them, then you could be them in the year. And one thing they taught me was that most of what you learn in your job is what you do in your job. Or I, I, I don't know how the saying goes, but it's like what you learn in school helps, but what you do in your job is how you'll learn how to do the job, if that makes sense. I, I think I got that. Yeah, no, and, and I've heard that from, it's like school's the foundation. So you have some building blocks, but you, you learn about the job once you get there and they'll teach you the ins and outs of what, how they do things and so on and so forth. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, that is astute and yeah, we all, part of internships is just breaking down the veneer and the scariness of the unknown 
and like, oh yeah, these are, you know, real people. They just have a degree and have been working here for a little bit longer, but they're not, yeah. you know, they're not really any different than me, just a little bit older. Yeah. Uh, you, what about you? You've been with uh, two biopharmaceuticals now. So is that kind of the path that you're looking to go? Yeah, definitely. I'm hoping that after I graduate, I'll, if not work for biopharmaceuticals, at least somewhere in the biotech industry, just because I really enjoyed my experiences so far in the industry. Everyone that I've worked with has been really great. I see that being as part of something that I'll do in my career. I don't know if I'll stick with it until like retirement, but at least at least a couple of years after I graduate, it's definitely something that I've learned to really enjoy because before going into these internships, I thought, oh, I'd really like to work in a hospital. But after speaking with some people who have worked in hospitals, they said, oh, it's nice, but it does get boring. Like you can only do so many specific jobs versus being in a larger company with so many different departments and fields and like even more machinery. I feel like it's a little bit more interesting than a hospital because the, a lot of things with hospitals is that you find yourself just fixing air conditioning units and so it does get a bit mind-numbing so I'm glad that the companies I have chosen haven't made me feel like burnt out or tired at all. Definitely. Colin what about yourself? <clears throat> um, so for my internship it just it really wasn't engineering specific it was just using critical thinking problem solving something like an engineer would have um so as much as i loved the job and i would definitely work there i i almost want to just get a year or two of some other job in which i'm using my degree specifically something like what uh they just did but um yeah i, I i'm really not sold on anything yet um so if i find an engineering thing i'll do it if not bae systems like 10 out of 10 I'm okay with it. Yeah. It, for, it was, it was a good place to work, but maybe not at this point, what exactly you would want to do. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's fine. That's, I mean, that's part of what the internship experience is about. I mean, you was just saying too, she thought she wanted to work in hospitals and after working in some different sectors, it's like, I think this is more what I'm looking for. So it is that learning experience too, of just figuring out there's so much stuff out there to do. How, how are you supposed to know without starting to sample an experience, uh, those, those different opportunities. Uh, with that, all right, we got our, we're down to our last question. So you guys got to dispense some great knowledge uh, for underclassmen cadets here. So what is just some overall advice you would give looking back uh, on your internships and it can be on the job, it can be going through the process of securing an internship, you know, things of like that, but just any advice that you would give and you, you will start with you. I would say networking is really important, even if it's just with your fellow students, because had I not kept in contact with one of my friends, he wouldn't have told me about the internship with Genentech. So definitely just getting to know someone enough where you feel like they can be comfortable and like sharing a job with you or just like basically just keeping a good relationship with people. Like don't burn a bridge too soon. And I would also say, don't get discouraged when applying for internships because I will say this without like any fail, but I applied to like 10 plus internships, all of which ended up denying me. And it's definitely really difficult to want to continue applying when you think you'll just get rejected anyways. But eventually there will be a company out there who is looking for something that you're able to offer on your resume. And odds are that will be the internship that you will end up loving because if then internship that you're looking forward to the most wasn't 
ready for you at the time. Hopefully in a couple of years, they'll be ready to give you an actual job. It just wasn't the right time for you. And then after those couple of years, you will be able to have an even stronger resume than you did before. Definitely. Uh, failures is not always a reflection on yourself when, when going through the job process. Remember, there's tons of candidates out there that are also good. I mean, you all work with different interns that you saw them doing a good job as well. So it's not always about you, just might not be the right time for that, for that spot for you. Uh, Colin, what about you? Any advice on uh, younger cadets? Um, everything uh, you just said, the networking, the keeping close with your friends. Cause yeah, I, I had a friend that graduated a year before who was working in the same office next to the person who was interviewing me at the time. So I, I, I set up the name and they were like, oh, do you know this person right next to him? And she goes, oh yeah, of course, that's Colin. So just keeping your connections from Cal Maritime, like that is huge. If you know someone Cal Maritime, they're gonna look out for you. And I think that's huge. Um, another thing was being confident. Right when I walked in, they, they really pushed that on you. They said, like, we picked you because we, we wanted you. So, you know, like be confident you earn this position, now act like it, you know, you don't have to be some person hiding in the shadows waiting for this and this. And so right when, right when I turned on that, I'm like, you know, like you, you are right. Like I'll, I'll take some ownership. I'll take some responsibility and I'll say it, you know, clearly uh, everything opened up, everything became smoother. Everyone, you know, if I talk, they listen to me and vice versa, respect was given and respect was earned. And it was, it was huge. So, so just come in with the right mentality and you'll be fine. Well said, confident, humble, but confident. You, you earn that respect, but you also have confidence in your abilities. Kenny, close us out. Yeah, you know, of course, what you, you and Colin said, I think those are two very good points is to be confident and make connections. I can say that from my internship this past summer, I met a bunch of coworkers there from different parts in Northrop and talking to them or just hearing about their position and giving them my name and having these short conversations might help in the future. And I can, if I see them in the future, they might test for me or also what Colin said, keeping your connections from Cal Maritime, you know, knowing one of the alumni from Maritime and having him work there, he would, he, I'm pretty sure he gave the good word to the manager and said, Oh yeah, yeah, I know Kenny. He's a pretty cool guy. Uh, and I'd say one advice I'd give to the underclassmen is to, you know, when you are in, at your internship is to just be yourself and not, don't try to be someone you're not. Like, don't try to act like you know everything or, you know, you understand something when you don't, you know, like be who you are. If you don't know what you're doing, ask help or, but also like be professional as well. You know, like if you're kind of goofy, like I am and say dumb things you don't want to do that your first week there because they might not like you but you know over time like you know shine oh yeah, yeah read, read the lay of the land first before you start uh start making comments kenny is that yeah. is that what you're saying yeah, uh, yeah exactly nice nice and actually one last thing that i'll say that i like that all you guys touched on is utilizing talking to different departments as well, because it might not always be, I mean, just making those connections and hearing what else that company has to offer other people's experiences, and maybe a different department would be kind of more the one that's your that's your speed at that company. And, and by branching out just outside of your immediate realm is, is good as well. But with that, thank you 
all three of you uh, very much for, for hopping on. I think it's going to be great for our, for our cadets to hear about just some different opportunities and, and what different companies have to offer. So thank you very much for taking some time out of your day today. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good day. You too, Let's guys. Go.